intention interior trucking companies if you are relying on facility insurance you could be overpaying reduce your insurance cost by 10000 or more per truck and good news we accept drivers with only 1 years of experience to learn more just send us text by typing insurance to 3653640714 thank you Hey, good day, and welcome to the Dog on It Trucking Podcast. Who do we have on this week's show? Gerard Kuntz of Spring Creek Carriers and Matt Richardson from KRTS. What are we talking about? Virtual truck driver training, the pros, the cons, and the challenges of virtual truck driver training during a COVID. All right, let's get started. Welcome to the Dog On It Trucking Podcast. When it comes to trucking safety, the dog is on it. What do we do on this show? I get to talk to some of the most influential trucking executives in our industry so that we can pick up new tips and tricks to use in our everyday businesses. So with that, let's get on with the show. Welcome to another episode and show. Today we are welcome, welcoming Gerard Kuntz of Spring Creek Carriers and Matt Richardson of KRTS, and we're talking about virtual training. Welcome, Gerard. How are you? Good, Chris. How are you? Oh, pretty good, pretty good. And, good. Matt, and Matt, come on in and hello. say hello. Morning, guys. Chris, thanks for having me on. Hey, it's always a pleasure. Gerard, I just wanted to start off with um, a question. COVID, we're still in the midst of COVID. How has it affected Spring Creek? Well, I mean, initially it was pretty horrible. You know, a lot of things we had to, a lot of things slowed down. A lot of things died fairly quickly. Um, we Business-wise, we were able to keep it all going just fine. But it was huge changes and it was an awful lot of stuff start coming up with the policies, um, coming up with uh, procedures and practices to do during COVID to just let people in the building, as well as moving people who could work from home. Obviously, that doesn't affect the truck driver at all, because not something you can do from home. But uh, but we had to do a lot there to, to help protect the guys and to protect everybody, you know, figuring out how to keep the trucks clean, figuring out how to keep them protected when they're when they're running across the road and uh, going into shippers and and, 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 and consignees. And yeah, there was an awful lot of stuff we had to do very quickly to figure out how can we do this and keep everybody safe. Right. I mean, keeping everybody safe is the bottom line. One of my carriers told me that um, being a cross-border truck driver right now, in their opinion, is one of the safest professions because they were saying that Shippers and receivers aren't letting you into the premises anymore, um, including, unfortunately, washrooms. Uh, but, yes, you know, is that, have you found that to be true? We're kind of thinking that, yeah. I mean, at the truck stops, most of the big truck stops are being super careful about what they do. They're, 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 they're making sure that they're, it's up to the individual to make sure they keep their distance and to make sure that they are clean and that they're wearing masks and, and there's an awful lot up to the individual, but as far as dealing with, um, we're across border almost exclusively, dealing with the stuff in the southern states, um, some states take it seriously, some don't. But either way, they're still having really limited contact with people once they leave 
once they leave home. And and in that regard, yeah, it is not like they're not at the highest risk, not like a, a pediatric nurse or, or, or someone like that, where they're actually, you know, you have to touch people, you have to, you know, do do the medical stuff. We're, we're not like that at all. Yeah, that's cool. I hadn't thought of it. I always thought that it was a high exposure job until my client said for his most of his drivers, it wasn't. But Matt, how has COVID affected KRTS? We're like everybody else, Chris. There's definitely been a uh, an, an effect on us and needing to come up with new and creative ways to adjust and adapt. Um, finding ways to be able to deliver training in a in a safe manner where the education can still get across to the participants. Um, so yeah, you know the first the first lockdown had a had a fairly large effect on us. Most companies that were into delivering training weren't looking at having outside or third party uh, contractors in to deliver anything. Uh, that opened back up you know, around the, the end of May, which, which was good. Um, and we're constantly trying to come up with, with new ways to be able to deliver training safely. You know, a number of the companies we work with are, are good with us coming on site with all the protocols and procedures that we have in place, along with committing to following their safety protocols and procedures. We deal with companies that just aren't at that point yet, which is completely understandable, but we still have to find ways deliver the quality education and where we're we're adjusting and adding more virtual programs to what we can do uh you know between the virtual driver safety meetings we're offering the llc driver certification as well as instructor certification virtually now um so it's just about you know adapting adjusting and making sure that quality education can be delivered in in a way that the carrier and the customer wants it, but also in a way that uh, it is the safe to deliver. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I think it's it's huge. Um, and I know KRTS has made many adjustments. Uh, and so as programs like NATME, just as we're talking about virtual, the last couple of NATME courses have been offered virtually. Gerard, how has uh, the training changed at Spring Creek? Absolutely. And I mean, to, to talk to Matt, yeah, we've had a couple of KRTS trainers in here for a couple of different items where we had to do stuff face to face. And um, but we had to do it differently um, for those trainings. We had uh, a couple of people were trained as, uh, as forklift trainers by through one of their programs and everything was kept in the warehouse where we could keep distance. Um, the other trainings have been done up in the boardroom and it's we have a fairly large boardroom where you can sit oh, 10 to 12 feet apart. And we've stuck with that. Having said that, most of our trainings we're doing virtually um, using uh, online platforms. Um, we've brought on a number of drivers, and we've typically in the past done in-cab training, uh, even with the most experienced drivers, bringing them in for, for a day or two with you know, just to learn our Spring Creek procedures. How do we do things? We cut that out completely. Um, we've unfortunately not been able to bring on any newly licensed drivers, which and I know KRTS and the other schools are all working to to, to qualify as many drivers as possible. And we've had to, to we've had to stop that. I think we're getting to a point where we can start doing that. But having said that, we've brought on experienced drivers, and we've spent a lot of time um, training them over the phone. Uh, you know, 
set them up, do the do do what we have to face to face in the boardroom with the distancing, but then sending them out on their own and then having specifically myself dispatch them for the first few days, um, talking to them at every stop, having them you know going through everything, explaining everything, um, having them call at any hour of the day or night if questions, um, because we can't do the stuff face to face or in the cab that we would normally do. And it's been tough. It's been tough, but it's but it actually has worked really well. Um, everybody seems to understand. Everybody's taken it seriously, and the people that we brought on, um, they've they've been they've been they've been bright enough, and they've been intelligent enough to be able to get it. But at the same time, that's limited us. We can't bring in the less experienced drivers. Uh, and like I just said, we're hoping to get back into that very soon. I think we're getting a, getting a grasp on what we need to do. Yeah, let's hope after this Ontario lockdown is complete uh, at the end of January that you can get back to that. Yeah. Because new if it ends in the end of January, even. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, we don't know. But newly licensed yeah. drivers are absolutely needed, and it's critical that you bring them on totally. in a structured format because they're not quite ready yet. No matter how good the, the training school is, they still need yeah. that finishing program. Right. And in many, many cases, a brand newly licensed driver, our program was minimum six to eight weeks with another instructor. And um, and it's worked and it's worked really well. Um, I was figuring about probably almost 25% of our driver uh, drivers at the moment are people who came through a program like that. And it's working really well. But of course, now we've got a couple of trucks parked in the yard that we can't put someone in because there's only so many experienced drivers out there. That's I'm sure that you, everybody knows that, that that, that's part of the, the, the new reality, but bringing on the new the new people is what we all want to do. It's one of the reasons why we have such a good relationship with KRTS and with the TTSAO. Right. Specifically, uh, virtual training. How have you been using that? We've always used a program um, for uh, you know quarterly trainings for drivers, so you can assign it and. They have certain, you know, every quarter there's something relevant that we send out to them, um, a number of hours of training. And that's part that's tied in with our safe driving uh, reward bonus. Um, but the virtual trainings is just using the same program. We've just expanded it. Um, and they are they are do this, uh, this training on their own time. Um, paid training, of course, but. They can't do it in the building. They can't do the training room set up anymore. They are that this is all done at home, and they are uh, and, and and everybody's been good with that. They've, they've appreciated that. Yeah, and Matt, I know that uh, Care TS is a uh, has their own online training portal. Um, have you seen an uptick in uh, different people using uh, the online training? Yeah, there, there has been a, a bit of an uptick. We're getting more uh, carriers reaching out to us to learn about what that is. Um, it's being included into more training packages now. Um, again, to kind of echo what uh, Gerard said, it just, it's another way to get that information and education out to the driver uh, in a timely manner. And like he said, they can do it on their, on their own time, basically anywhere they, they have an high-speed internet connection. Yeah. And how yeah. did you, just changing subjects a little bit, uh, I know you participated in the KRTS Safety Dog Thanksgiving Day uh, virtual driver meeting, Jared. Um, mm -hmm. How did you, how did Spring Creek find that? 
I've gotten huge numbers of, uh, of, of positive comments on it. Um, actually, virtually no complaints. Um, it was, uh, you know, pe people did it. And, and being able to do it either on the Friday or Saturday session was awesome. But being the, the guys who weren't available, uh, and there were a number of them, there were people, American Thanksgiving is a good time to take vacation. So they were able to do it after the fact. That all worked out really well. Um, they did miss out on the uh, the, live ch uh, the live chat at the end of both the Friday and Saturday sessions, and, and I totally appreciated the questions that came up there because, yeah, some of our folks asked some good questions, but some of the other uh, people who were involved asked totally other questions, and you get the benefits from that. And as yourself, as well as Carrie, who did other um, Chris, that a lot more information comes out that 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 is specifically on people's minds at that time, and that you folks have raised with with what you were talking about. Yeah, no, I I mean I thoroughly enjoyed it, but uh, Matt, how did uh, what was the feedback like from that virtual session? We've got great feedback, Chris, uh, from all the carriers who participated who have had a chance to talk to their drivers. Um, we had. Some Great comments from drivers in the chat box during those uh, virtual safety meetings. Um, the feedback's been really positive. It's what led us to, and we're probably going to touch on this at some point uh, again, but we're going to be offering more of those virtual driver safety meetings going forward um, just because we there's really not an endpoint right now to, you know, what lockdowns or what uh, regulations are going to be in place when carriers are going to be able to have 20, 40, 100 drivers in one spot again for a driver with these virtual, uh, the virtual concept, it, it allows carriers to get the information out to their drivers in a safe way. Um, over that two day span, we had almost 500 drivers uh, that we were able to, to educate uh, safely and it helps the carriers meet their requirements to their uh, insurance providers. And also yeah. afterwards, um, as as was stated, we had the drivers had the ability, those who couldn't make it that Friday, Saturday, had the ability to view it for a time period yeah. afterwards. And we had another, uh, I think it was 289 uh, views after the <laughs> fact. So, wow. um, you know, you said it was around 500 who participated on the Friday, Saturday, and that's true. Plus another two hundred, you know, we're somewhere between seven or eight hundred participants, which I thought was just outstanding. But kind of leads sure. in, into the next question: um, What permanent changes do you think? You know, looking into the crystal ball for Spring Creek carriers, are there permanent changes that COVID has caused? And I'm I'm thinking because we're talking training. I'm I'm thinking about recruiting and and the training process. Are there permanent changes that you think will be coming down the pipe? Virtual virtual learning is always going to be there. Um, <clears throat> I'm a huge fan of it, uh, and this is shown that it can be done. Um, I quite frankly would like to get back to the face to face. Doing the annual safety meeting uh, virtually is was worked really well. Um, but everybody missed out on being able to see each other. I mean, we have we have drivers who've never never met each other because they're all totally opposite schedules and they do the same schedule every week. And when you work with people for you know a year or two, and all of a sudden you see some stranger walking across the yard, um, you kind of want to know who he is, she is. Um, <clears throat> but as far as 
permanent. Yeah, I mean, virtual is going to be it's going to is, is definitely the way of the future, um, but not at the expense of face to face. Yeah, Matt, do you see changes for KRTS on a permanent uh, way of delivering the programs? I think there will be some. I would definitely agree with Gerard that you know you, you can't really put a price on the importance of those face to face interactions. Um, I think one of the things that this has definitely done is opened up the eyes to carriers or companies that were against any type of virtual or online training. Um, and, you know, we came, we came into those regularly that were uh, totally against it, had to be in person. They've seen zero value uh, in anything done virtually or, or through online training. That they've been forced to, uh, not forced, but they've had to adjust. Uh, if they wanted to keep up with with their education or the providing of the education, and now they've been able to see the value uh, that quality education can still get delivered uh, in other forms and just in person. Uh, so I think it's open to eyes for sure. And I think it's probably fair to say that we're 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 all learning how we can mesh it together better. That uh, that that the face to face combined with the virtual, some things especially particularly in technical knowledge and so on, or particularly with a speaker who uh, who can't be there face-to-face is phenomenal. And if you tie that in tightly with the, uh, with the face-to-face, the two can work together really well. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean, I'm a big fan of uh, person-to-person meetings as well. I always think that they are the, the best way to go. Um, and then virtual is the second best, quite honestly. Uh, I, you know, my opinion is that you're going to see a combination now um, for not very much uh, investment in equipment. And I'm just thinking of this now as listening to the answers to those questions. I think the next virtual meeting, I'm going to have to, or sorry, the next in-person driver meeting for a client, I'm going to have to invest in a uh, motion camera that'll follow me <laughs> as I do the presentation. And then mm-hmm. within 24 or 48 hours, I could have that recording posted so those who couldn't make it could watch the exact same driver meeting uh, as it actually happened. Sure. We got just to kind of piggyback on that point about cameras, Chris, something, you know, interesting that we're doing now and it's going to roll out for the first time this week. Obviously we can't travel out East right now with, with COVID, uh, but we have a couple customers out there who are wanting to participate in the LLC program. Um, so we'll be doing the workshop via Zoom, and then there's a 360 GoPro camera that the drivers will be filming their commentary drives with, uploading them to the cloud, and our Triple LC master instructor will be reviewing the drives with the driver. That's cool. Hmm. Interesting. So I haven't heard. Of, yeah. I'm say a 360 GoPro. Yeah, it's a 360 camera, so you can literally see everything that the driver is is viewing while they're driving. Um, there's ways to cut and edit it, but then there's also, when we view it on our end after the driver uploads it, it's as simple as navigating the mouse around to be able to see everything that they're discussing. That's pretty cool. Hmm. Yeah, we're excited. Sorry? We're excited for it. Yeah. And uh, again, going back to my thought of uh, once we get back to in-person meetings, that would be a great thing because that would, uh, we'd have the audience in the, anyways, 
just way off topic. But <laughs> no, absolutely. I like that, that the thought. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, virtual training is going to be here for the next several months. I'm thinking pretty much 2021. Uh, I really don't think that companies, even once the vaccine and everything rolls out, I think everybody is going to be hesitant to get into large groups again uh, for the rest of 2021, because it's going to take, as Trudeau said, vote. He, he thinks the vaccine will be have been made available to all Canadians who want it by the end of 2021. So it's going to take us that long to get vaccinated. That's why mm-hmm. I'm saying I, I think uh, virtual training will be here for all of this year before carriers get more used to having everybody back in large groups again. How do Seems you likely. see uh, Spring Creek using virtual training going forward for the next period of time? I don't want to say a year, but the next. No, I know. I agree. We don't know either. Um, we're going to use it as long as we, as, you know, the, 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 if, if we have to exclusively, we'll use it as long as we need to. Um, we want to get back to the face-to-face meetings. Um, we're just going to do like we've done all along, just week by week. Where are we at now? What are we doing? And, 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 and is it appropriate and is it safe and is it a good risk for us to, uh, to, to, to bring people in or do we just stick with the virtual Again, like I said, the virtual training is going to be there tied in with face-to-face anyways. It's, it is. it is, And we've embraced it several years ago. Um, but some of it's going to stay. Yeah. Well, what are some of the disadvantages? Uh, because you've said that in-person training is uh, the best. What are some <laughs> of the disadvantages about online training? It's the lack of being able to see a person's reaction. I mean, we're looking at each other on the screen right now, and it's still limited on what we can see, right? It's it's still limited uh, on, on the response. It's still, you know, when, when somebody, you know, slouches in their chair in the middle of training or they're looking off in the distance, you can, you, you know if you're losing them or if you need to adjust what you're saying or, or take a break. Um, that may be a disadvantage. The other one again, that I mentioned earlier, um, not being able to get everybody in the same room together. Um, you know, our, I'm sure our annual meetings are similar to what many companies do. You know, we start with breakfast, so that puts people in a good mood. We get a chance to, to talk. Um, you know, those who like to go out for a breath of fresh air after, after a cup of coffee, uh, get the chance to do that. Um, but you're seeing people and you're talking with people and you, you always connect with someone that you haven't for a long time. This is not something you're going to get virtually. Unfortunately, for sure. Um, other than that, but 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 other than that, but for the actual information, the technical information, and for having a safety topic, virtual is phenomenal. I mean, Chris, we wouldn't have you know have had a chance to listen to you talk the same way as uh, as we did on uh, November twenty, whatever it was. But you could have, you could have hired me to come out. I'm available, and it may happen. <laughs> and it may happen. <laughs> Matt, what do you see? Uh, as changes um, going forward for virtual, sorry, what are the disadvantages of virtual training? And then I'll ask you about some of the advantages. Yeah, I, I would echo what Gerard said. Sometimes it, it's tough to get a, a read um, on whether the individuals are, are really taking in the content or not. Um, you know, when you're in person, it's much easier to read a room um, that, than virtually. Um, and the, 
you know, that we're in an industry that we're, we're used to face-to-face interaction and shaking hands and uh, being able to put faces to names and meeting people and, you know, really connecting. Uh, it's tough to truly connect virtually. Um, it's, it's just important to try to make the best out of that connection and ensure the, uh, the education and information gets across. And it's also, I think, one of the other important things is the, the time frame when you are delivering virtual training. Um, you know, I wouldn't recommend an eight hour long uh, education session virtually. I think you got to keep them short, uh, you know, two, one to two ish hours uh, to truly keep people engaged. Yeah. Any suggestions uh, that Spring Creek might have as to, because you participated in that uh, Thanksgiving meeting, um, and you've already heard us kind of allude to the fact that KRTS and Safety Dog are going to do it again. Um, suggestions for improvement of the format for that meeting? No, I, mean, I really don't. It, 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 you know, you met, you met my expectations quite nicely. Obviously, a different topic every time, but there's, there's so many regular topics that we all deal with all the time. Um, you know that 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 are totally relevant, and and you know any one of seven or eight different items that we deal with in, in this business, whether it's winter driving or distracted driving or um, uh, yeah trip planning, um, I mean any anything anything in there. Yeah, I, I'm working on the next presentation. By the way, Matt, about halfway through defensive driving, uh, as that was mm. Matt's suggestion for a topic. So. Yeah. I'm working yes. uh, hard on that one as, uh, for our next one. So when so, is the next virtual truck driver training meeting, Matt? Have we nailed down a date? Yeah, so it's going to take place in March. I think the, the live date will be March the 6th. Um, but again, it will be similar to what we did over the Thanksgiving long weekend where you know drivers will be able to attend on that day live. Uh, the presenters will be be live and have the opportunity to answer questions from the drivers. But then it will be available uh, on recording for any drivers or, or carriers who can't have their drivers available on the day of this. Yeah, and are we going to have it um, available for how many days after the live event? So this past one we had available for just over a month. Um, we haven't hammered down the, the exact details for the March one as far as the recording line goes, but I, I would suggest that it would be similar. Yeah, I would think if it's March the 6th, then somewhere around the 31st. I'm sorry, yes, yeah. there are 31 days in March. Had to check. Uh, you know, but somewhere around the 30-day mark, I would suggest it be pulled down. Um, yeah. Would Spring Creek... Is that enough time, 30 days after the live event, do you think, Gerard? Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Okay. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Typically, we're going to you're going to try and get as many people on the live event. And you know, I would encourage people to do the live event simply because of the, the advantages of the live chat and being able to ask questions right there. Yeah, no. But uh, 30 days, easy, easy time. And go, going back to what you had said about... Um, monitoring the room i i remember on zoom many people had their their cameras on which i i thought was a great thing and it helped me as a presenter 
even though it was recorded, I was watching the live feed of those people to see which parts of the presentation seemed to strike more of an interest. And then mm -hmm. which parts, uh, because I wasn't presenting it live, I was there live to answer the questions. I could watch these people and I could see which parts they thought were a little more boring um, so that I could tweak the presentation for the next time. Uh, because mm -hmm. it was winter driving. I mean, every winter we're going to be talking about winter driving again. Yeah. It was interesting, Chris, during the first one as well, to see some of the uh, dialogue in the chat box uh, between drivers and, you know, their different views on things and, you know, what, what they've experienced. Yeah, it, it was, because it was our first one, it was a lot of fun. And I, truthfully, I enjoyed the chat going back and forth. Um, that I think probably the younger drivers, a lot of the younger ones were more used to having chat as video goes. Uh, some of the drivers of my age, I'm sure, um, were not quite as adapt at the newer technologies. But just as a last question, because we're running near uh, the end, um, how did you find, how did Spring Creek find technology and older drivers? Uh, were there some things that had to be overcome there? Yeah, I had a couple of guys who tried to in on the Friday session and just couldn't do it. Um, so we had to do a little workaround and figure it out. Some of them, whether they were doing it on their, you know, their, their smartphone and it wasn't quite set up for it. Um, but for the most part, it was pretty straightforward. I think one of them had to uh, had to do the recorded version because he just couldn't get it to work any other way. And that was strictly a computer issue. Um, other than that, you know, tablets, smartphones, home computers, because most of them were at home actually worked out just fine. Um, pretty much everybody was right up to it. I think we had one driver left who used the flip phone, and uh, he, uh, he he knows how to work around it. He's chosen that, and he prefers the security of it, and, uh, and it doesn't go into it blindly. And other than that, everybody's pretty pretty tech-savvy, as far or, or has been has learned how to make themselves tech-savvy. That's awesome. Matt, uh, wrapping this up, Final comments. And we look forward to continue to uh, offer these virtual education sessions and, and driver meetings. Um, the first one was a big success. We're hoping to only build on that. Um, you know, the continued support of the sponsors that we had will keep this at a, a very reasonable rate um, so we can have as much participation as, as possible. And, just you know, want people to know that it will be our goal to ensure that the education and information delivered is of the highest quality. Yeah. Any last comments from Spring Creek? Quite appreciate what you've done, Chris and Matt. Um, it's been, uh, it, like I said, the session in November was awesome. Um, we're going to look at each individual session as it comes up and see if it fits with our, our time frame, obviously. But uh, very much appreciate what you guys are doing and and also I come from a driving background, and I will say, reminding yourself and refreshing yourself on your skills is something that that, that the good driver does all the time. And and, you, and and everybody has things where you kind of think, oh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Totally appreciate having it brought back that format. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. And and Matt, one last question uh, for you: um, virtual training. Can you purchase this stuff um, <clears throat> as a one-off? if you can't make the training on these specific dates? 
Yeah. So what we're getting into now, Chris, again, kind of adapting to uh, the COVID times is um, the live virtual safety meetings that we're discussing, but then we're also going to have eight or 10, um, what we're kind of calling canned virtual safety meetings, where carriers will be able to pick from a list of topics that they want their drivers to participate in. Perfect. And with that, I would like to say thanks to both of you for participating. It was awesome. Thank you, guys. I hope you loved the show as much as I did. Please leave us a like, a thumbs up, a review, a comment, a rating if it is in your heart. Thank you so much. And I do really appreciate your time. And join us again next week for another exciting interview.